Welcome to Unwrapped, a food service podcast by Sand and Vendo America. An honest, insightful look into the issues, challenges, and trends of our industry. Hello and welcome to Unwrapped, a food service podcast by Sand and Vendo America. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining me today for this episode. Now, the effects of COVID-19 have been felt throughout every industry, and one of the industries that has been widely impacted by this pandemic has been the food service industry. And joining me to discuss all of this are two fantastic guests today. First, we have Mike Weiser, the president and CEO of Sand and Vendo America. Mike, thank you so much for being here. Tyler, good afternoon. How are you doing today, man? Really good, really good. I uh, I'm happy to announce that uh, as of last night, I've officially watched every single thing on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've you've covered the gamut, huh? Just completely uh, completely exhausted that cue. There is nothing left <laughs> that we haven't seen. <laughs> I know the feeling. I know the feeling. You know what uh, we've actually done is we've gone back and rewatched old uh, old movie series. And I say old, but like we we uh, have rewatched all the Die Hard movies. Uh, we went back a good ways with all the Bond movies. You know, so maybe that's maybe that should be your next conquest. Yeah, that'll be great. That'll be great. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then we also have Bruce Bigford. He is the Senior Director of Corporate and International Sales at Daub. Bruce, thank you for being here. You bet, Tyler. Good afternoon. Yeah, and I'm right there with Mike. I, uh, I've watched all of the Clint Eastwood movies lately, so, <laughs> from the westerns all the way through. So that's a strong collection. We're, we're caught up. <laughs> nice, Bruce. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's always it's always good to hear what everybody else is watching. You know, it might help spark some ideas, just in case anybody out there is in Mike's boat where he's watched everything and uh, just needs a suggestion or, or something like that. So, uh, well, I hope everybody out there is staying safe and sane during this time of uh, of social distancing, of quarantine quarantining and that sort of thing. So uh, let's dive in and talk a little bit more about the effects that uh, COVID-19 has had throughout the, the service, uh, the food service industry. Um, but before we do that, Bruce, uh, just give us an idea of what Dalb does and, and some of the industries that you work with. Yeah, Tyler, we uh, work with uh, a lot of OEMs across the, the globe, actually, and we supply uh, mainly uh, graphic parts to the to the uh, vending industry so it would be uh, from vending fronts to fountain graphics front top sides uh, cooler graphics and uh, uh, you know parts and pieces thermoformed and uh, we also do uh, high-end ticketing for entertainment industry so hmm. we're, we're a diverse company uh, but mainly focused into the vending uh, channel as far as equipments and graphics that uh, we cover those uh, pieces of equipment to go out in the market Right, right. So, so Dow works pretty closely then with, with Sand and Vendo. Is that fair to say? Yes, yes, that's correct. We supply all their graphics uh, for, for most all their equipment. Yes, our business is uh, deeply intertwined. And Bruce has been a, uh, a dear friend for, uh, gosh, dare I say, Bruce, 10 years? 10 years? <laughs> Many years, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's that's fantastic, and and it's great to hear how, how partnerships like this work, and, and companies can work together uh, for each other's benefit. Um, and, you know, Mike, we mentioned some of the 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 impacts of of COVID nineteen and and what the pandemic has done to the food service industry. Um, you really have your finger on the pulse of this industry, being so thoroughly involved in in every aspect. Can you just give us a, a broad overview of the impact that COVID nineteen has had on, on the food service industry? Yeah, so. You know, the, the food service industry, in air quotes, is a huge bag of, of many different uh, business channels. There's, 
there's grocery stores, there's convenience stores, restaurants, cafeterias, vending machines. And it is, uh, you know, it's, it, I don't think people realize that the food service industry employs uh, about 16.9 million people uh, just in the United States alone. And, you know, we're, we're watching news reports of, of farmers plowing under thousands of tons of produce and, and waiters and servers, you know, being forced into the unemployment line and factories having to, to close their doors uh, temporarily, albeit in, uh, in response to, uh, to COVID-19. It's, it's just, it's, it's really, uh, it's really, you know, been a hard hit industry. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm fortunate enough to, to belong to an industry that uh, has really rallied around itself to to help each other and to do the right thing and uh, and to help us, you know, the, the, the food service industry pull through this, just like we've done on on other occasions. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that, as you mentioned, kind of doing the right thing and really rallying around one another has been supporting uh, the people that are on the front lines battling against this pandemic. And I know that both of your companies have put together massive efforts to be able to do that. And Bruce, I want to start with you uh, and just get a sense of what Dalb has done uh, and how you've pivoted uh, in the fight against COVID-19 to help those on the front lines of the pandemic. What, what exactly has Dalb been doing and what have you been producing? Yeah, Tyler, um, uh, quickly, uh, the, uh, the situation in the country has changed so, so rapidly. You know, not only Dow, but many other companies had to transition quickly to supply the medical industry with whether it be masks or face shields or you know, gloves and, and many, many uh, different items that just go into the medical stream. But Dow is a, a main uh, component that we use is polycarbonate, and that lends itself right to face shields or barriers, and uh, which you see a lot of in the channels today in the uh, supermarkets. They have a barrier between you and the, the checkout person. And so Dow is a, a supplier of polycarbonate. We were quickly adapt to making a barrier that could work in banking or, um, you know, in a grocery store, C-store chains, and then also the face shields. And uh, we assemble those. And uh, uh, then we also quickly adapt to all of our cow materials that we produce on a daily basis to uh, provide to the market communication decals, whether it be on the floor, walls, about uh, information of what to do, not to do, where to stand, what's the distancing, and, you know, so physical barrier uh, decals. And, and so we transitioned. Those are some of the key things that we uh, moved to real quickly. And, and then also uh, to meet some of the medical demand that we had in our area and then around the country. And then also partnering with our uh, supplier, one be, uh, being the uh, Vendo industry and uh, Sandin. And uh, we were able to uh, work with Mike and, and uh, get the information to them quickly. And they've been out actively trying to uh, work also with uh, some of the key industries and also medical and whether it be states and local governments to uh, help supply some of this BE, PPE material that is so drastically needed today. Yeah, you know, that's that's a, a great example, Bruce. Uh, another example of our partnership with Dalb is, you know, as, as an OEM, as an equipment manufacturer, about 50% of our revenue comes from the vending industry and the other 50% comes from the convenience store industry, but I don't know that Dalb is, is engaged uh, with the convenience store industry. So that, that was an opportunity for us to take a product that Dalb is producing and help spread the word to, uh, to the convenience store side of the business uh, that these products are available and we're in partnership with, with our suppliers. And while we wouldn't normally provide or sell a, a cashier counter shield, uh, that is something that, that Dalb has, has made uh, available to us and that we're making available to the convenience store industry. 
Yeah, correct. And, and working Tyler with with Mike and, and the team there, it's a, uh, it's as Mike has said, you know, great relationship over years, and and uh, uh, it's just been a it's been an opportunity to you know get these things out of the market. Dalb has you know tremendous connections in the industry. We we are probably connected as well as any company. But uh, when you partner with other companies, like Mike said, that they have the the connection into other areas of you know see stores major market stores with all the the different items they produce that um, you know they could quickly reach you know 100 times more people than we can and uh, you know we were able to uh, get this stuff out and, and, and help support many people that didn't know where to go and that was the thing once they either knew Dow or vendo had it then they had a resource of where to, to get the ppe face shields or mm-hmm. decal communications and, and so on and so forth yeah you know i i really admire the uh, the way that uh, especially here in the United States and, and that, that American ingenuity I suppose to for businesses to be able to look and say okay here's what we do here are our strengths here's what we can produce how can we you know turn this around and maybe pivot ever so slightly to be able to take these products that we have expertise in and you know make them something that can be beneficial during this time and I think that there's something uh, especially great a- about that I-, I know it's a difficult time and and it's hard to see kind of the, the bright spots during this time. But I, I think just the way that companies have been able to pull together and following the example of what of what companies like Dob and Sand and Vendo have done of just taking the things that they're good at, the markets that they are experts in and saying, OK, how can we impact these industries for the better during this time? I think there's there's a lot to learn from that and a lot to uh, to celebrate about that mindset and that uh, that ingenuity, really. And, and Mike, I'm just curious from your perspective, just how you led um your company kind of during this time as, as the CEO and president of Sand and Vendo America, what was it like just being in charge of a company and uh, getting to kind of take that step forward and, and take what you do and apply it in a way that can be beneficial during this time? You know what, Tyler, that is actually, that was actually a, a really tough and, and difficult uh, thought process to, to go through. You know, you think about uh, frontline workers and, uh, and we think about, you know, the, the doctors and the nurses and, and everyone that, that works for an essential business that had to and, and should and did stay open. And a lot of times we don't think about the infrastructure that is required to support those uh, frontline workers. The convenience store industry, the, the beverage industry, the snack industry, anything related to food. Uh, needed to stay open to make things available. There was a rush where, you know, for weeks uh, you could not go into a grocery store and find toilet paper. It was difficult to find food. Uh, shelves were being wiped out, uh, but you could count on the the convenience store industry to have those those little necessities. And we, as a company, you know, Sand and Vindo America, needed to stay open in order to support uh, the beverage makers, the the vending machines, the refrigerated showcases, in order to make sure they had the ability to to sell those products safely uh, to the general public. And so it was difficult when I came to the realization that, despite the Dallas County court order. Uh, for everyone to stay at home and shelter in place, it was difficult to recognize that we were, in fact, an essential business and and to look at my employees in the eyes and say, I, I need you to come to work. I need you to help me uh, support not our customers, but but our industry so that there's something there for us to come back to when when this all uh, goes away. 
Yeah, and I think that shows uh, an incredible amount of leadership, just making uh, the, the tough decisions in tough times. And, and so uh, I, I definitely commend you for that, Mike. And, you, you know, Bruce. Thanks, man. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, but, uh, but you know, Bruce, I, I think that one of the things that, that stands out to me is that, you know, you... Uh, you guys just being in business, you, you know that there have been economic downturns in the past and you've weathered those and, and made the changes and, and adapted as necessary. But there seems to be something particularly challenging about this uh, this situation. So uh, what stands out to you about this COVID-19 pandemic and what has made it maybe a little bit more difficult or maybe just different than previous downturns in the economy? Well, I think, Tyler, um, you know, just, just uh, as an overall worldwide shutdown, you know, we've all experienced, uh, I went through in the 80s, they had the financial SNL crisis and, you know, oil, and I lived in Oklahoma at the time, oil went down to $10 barrel, all the SNLs went out of business. And, uh, you know, so it was really impacted through mid-America, but, and I lived in Oklahoma City at the time working for uh, Great Plains Coca-Cola at the time. And, and uh, so you saw it and it impacted a portion, you know, the U.S. and uh, oil industry basically, and, and then the SNL and financials. And, and uh, so, again, it was more of a financial. The economy definitely took a downturn and unemployment was high. And But you could always, if you were able and had the ability, you know, you could, hey, I'm going to move and I'll move to Kansas City like I ended up doing and, and uh, look for a better job market and do something different. And then, um, you know, in 2008, 9 and 10, and, you know, a lot of housing. I lived in Vegas at the time and, and you, uh, you know, saw housing prices, you know, go down 50 percent. And uh, but you only lost money if you if you sold your home, you know, if you as long as you kept it you, and things came back, eventually they did. And so, you know, it's the downturn in the economy, really, where today it's a shutdown. And uh, as Mike said earlier, this has impacted everything, you know, and everything in our industry. There's not one piece of our business that's not been touched. And, and, and then to look forward, you know, this this will not correct itself for a long period of time when operations stop, which they have in our industry, whether they're buying equipment or they're buying graphics. And, and it, it's going to take a long time for, for that to, to stabilize and get back to, to normal. And I mean, it will. And, and we always hope for that V-curve and come back. And as long as the economy jumps up and starts going, then um, you know, hopefully the recovery will be quicker. But it's just the overall global vision that you see today. I've never seen that in my lifetime. Everything around the country, around the world has stopped. Yeah, I, I have to agree yeah. with Bruce there. You know, it's it's just the the overall scope and scale and uncertainty of it all. There's there's really, you know, no life that's or or industry or country or you name it that that hasn't been touched or impacted by this. And then oh by the way, to hang over our heads that this might all return again in a second wave. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's it's daunting. It's daunting. Yeah, yeah it's uh this is definitely uh, unlike anything I've ever seen. Um, and I think that that's the case for, for most people. And, you know, Mike, this, this really does feel like a, a seminal moment uh, around the world throughout, you know, just about every industry. And it's going to be that ability to adapt to whatever the new normal looks like after this. So uh, from your perspective, what long lasting changes do you think come out of this situation that you see impacting the food services industry? And how do you think things look differently after this? That's a good question. And that's, you know, what, what companies like Dalb and San Invento America are charged with is trying to, you know, manipulate that crystal ball into giving us a, a vision of uh, what we can do differently to not only accommodate uh, the food service industries, but provide that, that safety and, and well-being aspect to, to the products that, that we supply, uh, respectively. Probably the restaurant industry is going to be one of the uh, most impacted 
uh, with regards to what it's going to look like in the future. Um, I think we're going to continue to see uh, an exponential growth in takeout and food service delivery. Uh, so how as an OEM do we uh, provide products that allow restaurants to offer their food to uh, Grubhub and other, other delivery services or, or take out to their customers, uh, but do so in a sanitary way that protects their food while it's, while it's waiting to be picked up? If we look at uh, convenience stores uh, where the requirement of human interaction is almost unavoidable, um, you know, how do we provide products to the convenience stores that, that allow them to supply food products to, uh, to the consumers, but in a sanitary way that, uh, that helps protect both consumer and, and uh, employee uh, against the spread of coronavirus or, or other diseases? Um, it's, it's, going to, uh, it's going to have a, a lasting change. We will be okay and we will resume our business, but uh, it's, it's going to be a you know, quite different place. And I think, uh, Mike, to, uh, to your point, um, you know, specifically with the restaurants and, and uh, you know, neither one of us uh, make a, say, a fountain unit, but we supply pieces and parts around that industry. And, um, you know, everyone and one of the first things that you noticed when you went to a C-store, you know, early March was uh, I went down and we were out in California and I went down the road to uh, grab a cup of coffee and uh, in favorite place and uh, the cups were all gone, you know, and everything was bagged up. And <laughs> so, you know, no more self-serve. Uh, looking at a different process going forward, I think. And, and uh, to your point about what kind of equipment could you make that, uh, you know, I think more, maybe more uh, will be around uh, to uh, to the uh, takeout bottle, you know, or can because of uh, just the touch points, you know, around fountain mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and uh, more, you know, maybe a change to how the fountain, you know, dispensing is done. Years ago, you couldn't, you do a self-serve, they handed you the drink over the counter. So it could transition back to that, you know, where it's mm -hmm. been pretty free over the years where everybody goes up and they can touch cups and lids and everybody's going to be thinking about that going forward. You know, how do, yeah, how do we eliminate that touch point? And, and self-service has been one of the fastest growing trends in the convenience store industry for the last, you know, two years. How do we transform what is self-service and, and still give it that that ease and convenience and feel uh, but do it in a way that 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 is safe and responsible yeah exactly well it's going to be uh, very interesting to see uh, the changes that come out of this and how um, the industry adapts and, and i trust uh, that with the leadership of you guys uh, that um, that there will be better days ahead and the industry will be able to make the the necessary adjustments uh, to continue moving forward and uh, and giving customers uh, that fantastic experience that they expect and um, and still being able to provide products uh, in a healthy and safe way. And so uh, Mike Weiser, president and CEO of Sandin Vendo America. Mike, thank you so much for uh, for being here today and for uh, for talking about this. Oh, Tyler, it's, it's a great subject. I'm, uh, I'm grateful that uh, that you gave us the opportunity and forum to to talk a little bit about it. Bruce, thank you so much for joining us. When when the social distancing is all over, I'm going to give you a big old bro hug. <laughs> Sounds good, Mike and Tyler. Mike and Tyler, thank you both very much. I'm glad to join you guys. And everybody, thank you for listening to this episode of Unwrapped, a food service podcast by Sand and Vendo. I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Of course, there will be more episodes of the podcast coming shortly. And uh, if you hit subscribe, you can get previous episodes of the show as well. So make sure that you do that. And we'll be back soon with more episodes. But until then, have a great day and stay safe. 